When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And welcome to Hour 3 of Jason and Alexis in the Morning. Live on my talk with a 7-1 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly. It is uh, Monday, October 16th, 2023. Coming up in just a little bit, it's the Monday edition of Am I the Ass Hat? I'll be giving you that. But mm. Holly will be serving up the dirt alert. And then Colleen Lindstrom returns to serve up a review of that Taylor Swift movie Ooh, Holly was just telling you about. It's a Colleen Lindstrom big fat movie review. That's all ahead. But first... Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an a- Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Monday edition. Um, And these, I got to credit my husband. Uh, was on the couch. Scurrying through the am, uh, am I the a-hole thread on Reddit. That's where we get these from, everyone. Mm-hmm. And he found uh, 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 several. So we're going to play Choose Your Own Adventure again. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you two the, the headline, and you guys decide which one we're going to go with today, okay? Okay. Here we go. Am I the asshat for continuing to sleep after a stranger requested I wake up? Hmm. Am I the asshat for not closing my window when having sex? Am I the asshat for telling my husband I don't want him drinking during my pregnancy? Which one? Ooh. Holly, is one ringing mm. louder than the others for you? Mm. I, Alexis? Yes. I give you ah. the choice. All right, I'm going to go with the first one about sleeping. Oh, interesting. Am I the asshat for continuing to sleep after a stranger requested I wake up? Yeah, what is that about? I have no idea. Let's find out together, shall we? Yeah, let's hold hands. Here we go. Am I the asshat for continuing to sleep after a stranger request I wake up? I had a seven-hour layover at the airport this afternoon. Thankfully, the chairs here don't have armrests, so I found an empty gate area and laid down, stretching about four to five chairs worth. I fell asleep. I'd been up for 20 hours plus, and I was beyond exhausted. About an hour hour in, I uh, awakened to some stranger tapping me. I say, yes, can I help you? He said, I need to move because he needs to sit there. There's some kids sitting next to my feet, and I ask him, are you with them or not? Why do you need to sit here? He ignored the kid question, but then said, there's a lot of people wanting to sit down here and gestured to the now full gate area, and it's ridiculous that you're taking up so many seats. Move. I moved my feet toward me a little so that one more seat was available for him. He said, nope, that's not enough. 
I'm still super confused as to why this guy felt the need to wake up a stranger and force them to move. I said, absolutely not. I was here first. I'm trying to rest. Not sure why you're waking me up. I tried to accommodate you specifically by moving, but you rejected it. And I put on my eye mask. I put my eye mask back on and went to sleep. So am I the a-hole for not moving? To make it very clear, when I laid down, I was the only one in the gate area. And it didn't appear that any flight would be leaving anytime soon. So am I the asshat? Wow. Hmm. All right. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. What say you? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. What do you think, Lex? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean the, the, the gate area is full now. It go t- get up and go to another gate. I mean, why would you even want to remain there? Even after at all, once it's filling up, and then after someone asks you to please mo- sit up so that more people can sit there, I would 100% leave versus just putting my mask back on. I mean, how did you even fall asleep again? <laughs> yeah. That would be very uncomfortable for a lot of reasons. Um, so, yes, I think you are the asshat. Holly D. Roberts? Hmm. This one's tough. I know. Because I feel Good like one, it's Paul. asshat neutral. Yeah. Asshat neutral. Being that <laughs> you're sleeping there and, you know, respect the space. However, maybe scoot your buns down to a place where you know that you won't be disturbed. Having had to spend the night at an airport before, oh, you just, yeah. you, ugh, it is not. Many the, times. It is not a fun activity. But then you just scurry off into a corner where you know that people are not going to disturb you. And if it is time for the gate, if the gate is full and people are getting on that plane, then recognize, yeah, I need to move for my own well-being. Yeah. Just say, yeah. sorry, I didn't realize it yeah. was empty when I was here. Yeah. All I'm good. sorry. Think, yeah. Bye. Yeah. All good. So a dash of asshat. A dash of asshat. A dash? Yeah. A dash of asshat for the person sleeping. I am with you. Just a little bit. See, I would be, I was trying to think of how I would react. I would be so mortified when I woke up, if I was dead asleep, which look, she has the right. I will say at the beginning of the process, she has the right to be at that gate. Mm-hmm. If there was nobody there, it was, you know, oh, the yeah. gate was dead, of course. But now she's woken up to a different reality. I would be so self-conscious. It's the people pleaser in me. I would be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. All these, the gates now full and I'm taking up. Well, I'm yeah. so tall, I would take up six chairs, but I would be like, oh, my God, of course. And I would sit up or like you two said, the adult thing, go to another gate that's empty. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there is an area that isn't crowded at that point. So, yeah, a teaspoon of asshatness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you woke up and decided, yep. Asshat time. Asshat time. <laughs> Should we do another one? Yeah. Sure. Should we do the one about not closing my window um, when having sex? Yes, sure. Okay, here we go. Again, these are taken from the popular Reddit thread, Am I the A-Hole? Here we go. Am I the asshat for not closing my window when having sex? I'm a 26-year-old female, and I have a neighbor who is a girl uh, around 19. I don't know her age specifically, who lives with her family. I don't know how, I don't know much about her, but I see her every day out 
on her balcony smoking. She doesn't seem to ever be out of her house and seems to be slightly odd. Besides that, I had no, I have no problem with her. Hmm. But two yeah. weeks ago, but two weeks ago, me and my partner were engaging in sex when he opened the window because we were getting hot. After about 15 minutes, I can hear the girl shouting up from her balcony saying, I can hear you clapping. Can you close your window? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Clapping. Oh. My partner kept looking out our window at her to check to see if she was still there. And she started saying, are you going to close the window now? Every time he looked out. The very next day, I was outside my block uh, talking with some neighbors when she came walking past, giving me a really dirty look. I ignored her. Yesterday, me and my partner were making love again. When about 10 minutes in, I hear her again, basically saying the same thing as last time. This time I looked out and said, can you mind your own business, please? You're embarrassing me. She replied, then stop opening your windows. Nobody wants to hear that. It's disgusting. What What about how I feel? I wasn't about to argue out windows, so I closed my window, but me and my partner were put off after that. Now today, her mother pointed us out when we were leaving our block asking us to close your windows when you're shagging and that we're <laughs> apparently making her daughter uncomfortable and that she has PTSD from our sex. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. The hell are they doing? Anyway, I, oh, told, her clapping. <laughs> I told her that her daughter is making me uncomfortable when shouting up at us while we we're trying to make love. Basically, she wasn't having it and threatened us, saying if it happened again, she was going to make a report for us, uh, make a report for, quote, antisocial behavior. Are we actually doing something wrong here? Am I the asshat? Please keep in mind how hot you get when making love before deciding. Also, for anyone who wants us to get a fan instead, we do have one, but it just ends up blowing around hot air the hotter we get, which is why we open the window to let the cold air in when we're enjoying each other. I love everything about this, but anyway. Um, the clapping. Yeah. Okay, Lex. Oh, my gosh. Oh, They address the fan thing, turning the air on. Mm-hmm. And they're really in tight living quarters. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you're kind of the asshat. Now... The young girl who's shouting up might be the only one saying something, but you could be disturbing your whole block if you're that loud. So what you you want the couple to close their windows if they're shagging? Yeah, get a good fan. Or an AC. Yeah, good Lord. How, what are you doing that you're sweating you, that much? I mean. Yeah, I mean, it does get, you know, hot and heavy, but um, yeah, it, especially if... <laughs> Really, you know, it must be loud enough for them to say something. Oh, uh, so I'm gonna say, yeah, you're the, you're the asshat. How about okay. you guys? I Holly. Oh, could they just crack the window a little bit, just a little bit? Also, there has to be a compromise between being out just out loud and yelling and shout. We don't know the yeah. vocal range of all that, right? Versus just clapping quote-unquote there has to be like that <laughs> no jason <laughs> never that do that again don't, don't, that I'm was doing it, that I'm was doing it to, to reply 
to what they're probably hearing. Were you See? trying to be a bed or weird like yips? A bed. What was that? Oh. A bed. Oh. That's what they're hearing outside the window. Oh. If you were the neighbor, you would have that reaction. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, Point okay. Moved. Or have yes. sex time. Okay. Oh, yeah. Say with your neighbor, hey, go buy some cigarettes. It's like putting the, <laughs> put, putting the sock on the door. You know, we're going to do it right now. So leave your residence. <laughs> or, oh, my can God. We, can we agree on a time <laughs> that you are going to go to the, you know, go to the corner store for a sec? For a sack. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you have to manage your own sex noises. You're Thank responsible you, for those. Hotel. No, now that's okay. Now, now, no, I disagree with that. It's their home too. No, I, I know. I'm just. I know. Saying, I know. If you want to have real are. wild ruckus, you know, sexy time. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But, but that's oof. what those. What would you do, I Jace? Would, well, I, I, I wouldn't want to hear. A little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, that's why I made the bed noise. I wouldn't want to hear that. No. It would. It would. It would gross me out. And I'm like, okay, look. That's part of communal spaces. It is, and you kind of have to be respectful. It is. If you want to live in a condo or an apartment building, and you want to have like animal panda sex, <laughs> you got to make precautions. Like, yeah. sorry, sorry, you're going to be hot, but close your window. Because yes. you know it's embarrassing on both sides. You should be embarrassed too. Oh, nobody my gosh. wants to hear you. Nobody. No. Nobody wants to hear you except for perverts. Oh my god! <laughs> right. <laughs> and maybe that's why the other neighbors are being quiet. <laughs> the perverts maybe, sitting in the seriously. corner. Oh, hey, hey. oh yeah, that's a good day today. They got lots of energy. Ooh, it's Sex Wednesday. Ooh. <laughs> Ew. Following Alexis's logic, pick a sex day. It's yeah. Sex Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> Oh. Am I the asshat Monday and oh. Wednesdays right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning in our third hour. We're going to come back with Holly and the Dirt Alert. And a little bit later, our buddy Colleen. Ooh, David and the team at First Equity want to help you with your mortgage. Now, if you're looking to refinance, maybe you've opened up your credit card statements and see that the interest rates are around 30%. Oh, wow. That is just wild. And if you have some debt that you want to consolidate... A mortgage might be a way to do that and get it at a better rate. Of course, everyone's story is different. Everyone's circumstance is different. And that's what's so great about working with a local mortgage company like First Equity because they are part of the community and they can do it all. They take the time to really get to know you and set you up for financial success. On the other end of it, maybe you're looking to buy your first home. Shop for a mortgage before you shop for a home and do it with First Equity. You're locked and loaded, ready to go, and then it might be the edge that you need over another buyer that says, hey, uh, we're ready to go, but also we're working with First Equity. 763-251-8000 or head to mytalk1071.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And type in keyword David. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. 
No neighbors having sex here. Uh-uh. Welcome to the dirt alert. Holly doesn't allow that during the dirt alert right here. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. No clapping. No slapping. <laughs> no, as uh, we did get an email that from Cliff. Hi, Cliff. Who said, are you clapping or making macaroni and cheese? Sit with that. Sit with that for a second. Yeah, think about that for a little while. What does that mean? We'll explain it in the next segment. Okay, thanks. We'll have Colleen explain it to you. See, when two people like each other very much. Oh, what happened? What? They make shells and cheese. That's right. <laughs> cut open that packet. Yep. And they squeeze out that cheese sauce. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you're lucky, <laughs> might just be powder, a little dusty, <laughs> add some water. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay, I, uh, you know, <laughs> now that we've gotten the dirt alert off on that foot, I'm going to pivot. Okay, pivot. Because I was going to talk about the late Suzanne Summers. Yeah. But I, I will kick things off with this middle school love life. I don't think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are making macaroni and cheese just yet. But over the weekend in New York City, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey went on not one, but two dates. And you guys, they were holding hands. <gasps> okay. Holly, what does that mean? <laughs> you don't think they're making macaroni and cheese? I don't think so. Not oh. even a Velveeta you in don't the think- crowd. Oh, I, oh. I, yeah, I think they're slapping and clapping. <laughs> oh, Lex, I'm with you. They're yeah. slapping, oh, clapping. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, and oh, yeah. Happening. Or happening. I mean, but they have air conditioning, so yeah. you have to worry yeah. about the win- opening the windows. Yeah, they just yeah crack a window, air it out for Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Then yeah, these two went out uh, over the weekend. Taylor Swift made a surprise appearance on Saturday Night Live. She introduced Ice Spice as uh, the night's musical guest, and then they went out on a date. They went to the SNL after party. These two, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and they were holding hands. And then last night, they went on another date, oh holding God. hands yet again. Can you believe it? I yeah, know. I can. I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hot and heavy. Yeah. Feels yeah. like there's a lot of respect for each other there. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey fan. doing the guiding gentle hand on the behind. Yeah. Last mm-hmm. night when they left the Waverly Inn. He's got quite a fashion sense, too, doesn't he? That's what Alexis did when she escorted me off the pickleball court. <laughs> just oh, a yeah. light, gentle hand. Yeah, it was just like a light paddle. paddle. It was like a little paddle. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. paddle lift. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not so, that you needed it, but... No, well, you know. Yeah, so these two <laughs> taking the world by storm and Taylor Swift's Eras Tour movie, which we're going to hear a big fat movie review from Colleen Lindstrom in Mere Minutes, grossed almost $100 million at the box office. Yeah. So I think great. these two will get married. What? I do not. <laughs> Go back out on tour, Alexis. You were yeah. with me until that, huh, Jace? Right there, Lex. I was right there with you. Um, I actually think this is not going to last long. Or at least like a, a, a year-long romance. I'm going to say a year. You're going to say a year? Yeah. I don't think it's going to... I think this is going to burn hot. Okay. And burn out quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Holly, and Holly, where are you, you on this? You don't even think they're... I don't even think they're making macaroni and cheese together. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) They're not even making porridge. No, they're just holding hands. No, not even instant oats. Sorry. No, they're not even hanging with Wilford Brimley. No, no. No. Mm -mm. Who wants to talk to them about diabetes? Good morning. Yeah. 
I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. We can't. No, Wilfred, we have to get to the hot goss. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that was happening over the weekend. Uh, Let's go back to a a story about Ken Jeong. He might be getting his own talk show. Yes! Huh. Really? Yeah, there's a little gossip, a little celebrity scuttlebutt over at page six. Saying that the producers behind Sherry, formerly the Wendy Williams show, and Nick Cannon's show are working on a new project with Dr. Ken Jong. Oh. Uh-huh. I think this would be really fun and delightful. He, you do? Yes. He's got the energy, the spunk. I think people love talking to him, watching oh. him on on America's uh, got no Mass um, Singer. Mass Singer. Yes, thank you. Um he's just really fun. And this makes sense because it's all in the family. Yes. If I'm connecting the dots, Mass Singer's on Fox. Yep. Fox has a deal with Debmar, uh, Debmar Mercury, who is the producer of production company behind Will Windy, then Sherry, and then Nick. Yep. 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 You're doing you're doing the Hollywood math. I'm doing the Hollywood math. So this is an early development. We don't have a lot of details behind it, but don't be surprised if uh, Ken Jong gets his own talk show. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the thing to do. Everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get more stories like this at mytalkworld071.com uh, and another Dirt Alerts coming up at 1220 and 520. When we return, though, she's returning. Colleen Lindstrom's back and better than ever. She's doing a big fat movie review on Taylor Swift when we return. Chase for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, Red Cow and Red Rabbits are closed on Monday, so I always use this opportunity to talk to you, fantastic administrative assistants. Are you planning a business meeting? Are you planning a big hoop-de-doo with your office? Did you know that Red Cow caters? That's right. All you have to do is go to redcowmn.com, okay, okay, and click on catering. I'm doing it right now. And send in a catering inquiry. Inquiry. You will get connected to one of their fabulous red catering experts, and they will hook you up. You can get sliders. You can get soup. You can get salads and bowls. You can get, of course, their uh, burger grill kits, box lunches, and more. They will hook you up. So if you have an office party and you're organizing it and you don't know what to do, say it with me. Follow the herd and run to red. And don't forget... They open tomorrow, and happy hour starts Tuesday through Sunday, Tuesday through Friday, two to five thirty. We always love it when she stops by, when she hangs out with us. We feel like the cool kids. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. She's a my talk uh, legacy holder. She's a my talk icon, a legend, an icon. That's right. We're talking about Colleen Lindstrom. She joins us on the phone. With the big fat movie review, plus uh, we can also gossip about Project Down and Dirty the first without Colleen. Hello, yeah. Colleen. Hi, friends. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thanks. You guys did such a great job. It was so much fun to listen to. Congratulations on another great Project Down and Dirty. Okay, that's all very nice. Uh, you didn't miss it at all, did you, sister? <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I got to go see the Eras movie twice. So that's how I spent my uh, my Project Down and Dirty vacation. You watched it twice? You saw, you, you saw it twice? I saw it twice, you guys. 
Oh okay. my god. So, so we went on we went on Saturday with the family and um and then yesterday it was one of my very dear friend's birthdays, so she wanted to go see it. So I was like, Great, I'll go two days in a row. If you are a parent with a child or any children who are highly embarrassed if you make your your existence known at all in the world, like my children, um, and you can't dance and or sing, you have pent up Taylor Swift energy. And so that second performance is really important because I could not move in the first movie because my daughter was horrified that I had a pulse. And then yesterday I got to go see it again and I got to sing and dance and it was the best. So you had to, if we're hearing you right, you basically had to sit in the auditorium on your first showing like a hot dog, like an uncooked hot dog, right? <laughs> like an unbund, rolling on the roller. That was yeah. all the movement I got. Yeah. You couldn't without humiliating your children. Yes. And you guys, for a Swifty, that is That's... impossible. So, so they didn't even move either. Or was it like, we can oh, dance, no. but you can't, Mom? That's what it is. Uh, Alexis, you just hit the nail on the head. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, so you got, you weren't dancing. Your children were. What about the rest of the crowd? Were people standing up? Were they annoying? Were they respectful? Well, people, so it's interesting. It was very different than I thought it was going to be. Okay, so first of all, we saw it at the AMC Southdale on, on Saturday, and there were many showings happening sort of staggered. Everybody was in their finest Swift finery. There was, uh, we were trading bracelets. It was literally almost like probably, it was like a mini version of being at the concert. It was, the energy was electric. The Swift fans are so kind and loving and social. And it was just, it was really awesome. And so, I thought by the time we got into the theater, we were going to be dancing around, standing, what up? No, people were delightfully reclined. Um, people sang along, not a lot of dancing, some moving in the chairs. Um, so I don't know. Listen, y'all, this is how I want to see concerts from now on in a reclined position. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think so too, Colleen. Like, uh huh. This is like geriatric concert going at its finest. <laughs> yeah, you didn't need those inserts in your vans. No. To stand oh, up and watch golly. the show. Oh my gosh. And at Imagine you. Theaters too, you get a recliner. Like yes. a true recliner. Yes. You just find the most comfortable theater. And then yesterday I saw it at the Riverview, which also was a super fun time. So it doesn't, like, you, you know, you can go, any theater that is close to you that is showing it, go, be comfortable, and enjoy. Dress up, don't dress up, do you. Yeah. And it is, it is a time, y'all. So is there a lot of behind the scenes, or is it just, like, the, the concert? Oh, it's none. It it's is, like you're at the concert. It is the concert. That's what it is. And it, okay. it's cut down. So the original concert, I don't know, because I didn't go. Not that I'm bitter. Um, the, <laughs> no. the actual concert was three hours. This is or over three hours. This is like two hours and forty eight minutes. Um, but you get like you get through all the eras. It is phenomenal to watch it up close. You see how very detail oriented Taylor Swift is. Um, microphones that match her outfits. It's unbelievable. It's phenomenal. Can I ask you, Colleen? Um, Colleen is, if you just tuned in, Colleen Lindstrom is reviewing uh, the Taylor Swift movie for us. 
Okay, now talk to me as a guy that I I like Taylor Swift. I like her songs. I am not. A, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put myself as a Swifty. So, to the people like me in our audience, would I enjoy it? Okay, so here's what I would say about this: mm. if you weren't, if you weren't going to go to the concert, if you weren't really interested in the concert at all in the first place, you. It's not really for you. Like, wait yeah. till it's on streaming and, like, watch it in your living room. Then you can fast forward through the songs you don't know or care about. And you'd find something to like in it, but you don't need to do the whole two-plus hours, uh, like, just, you know, touching three hours in the theater. You're fine without it. But if you're a person who considered, who wanted to go to the concert and could not afford to sell all of your property in order to get... <laughs> The ticket? Yeah. Um, <laughs> acreage. People were selling acreage. Yeah. Clean. You guys, this is, she had to do this. Like, I'm just going to be honest. She had to do this because there were so many dissatisfied Swifty fans who, who could not make it to a show. Yeah. This is the next best thing. And she had to do this. And, um, so when, when, so, it was for us. It was for the Swifties that couldn't make it to the concert. And it was, it was an experience in and of itself. It's so much fun. I think it is playing again for sure next weekend. And if it's, you know, if you, if you're still a little butthurt that you didn't get tickets, go. It's, I, it's worth it. I am hearing from sources just now. They cut out five songs of the 45 song set. So that that's what's true. cut out. Yeah. Five songs. So. Yep, and they're not, and and, and you're not going to miss them. I mean, you're going to miss them because you will still be butthurt that you couldn't remortgage your house to go to the concert. But <laughs> yeah, you're what you're getting is all so good, and she sounds great. That's the other thing. Like Taylor Swift has grown into her big girl voice, and it is okay. Here's the other thing, and uh-huh. I'm I know we're up against the clock, but I'm just going to tell you. It's all good. It's you, and we don't care. Yeah. Oh, I love you. So this is the thing that I loved about watching Taylor Swift in this way, in this concert specifically. So Taylor Swift is not a good dancer. She, that's why she has such an expressive face. And this is an exercise in watching them lean into what she does well. So like she can strut, she can stomp, she can skip, she can do a little hip movement. Yeah. And then she's got these dancers backing her up that are doing, like, the real dancing. And yeah. she's hitting all of her marks. But that's why she gives such good faith. And oh. you, when you see her in an arena, she's playing to the cameras for the big screens because that's what she does well is give, like, really good eye movement and expressions. And so you see that and you see her, you know, do, but, but you don't even realize that she's not a good dancer because the staging is so phenomenal and you see her facial expressions, it's, it is stunning. Oh, oh my I God. guess I never thought about it that way. You're so right. Right. Did you get yeah. the commemorative cup and popcorn bucket? You know I did, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> you rinsed it hey, out right away. And <laughs> I, I have a follow I Holly like, and I have a follow-up question. Elbows. How much are you selling it for now <laughs> on eBay? That's right. Um, y'all... To be determined. <laughs> I'm going to wait and see what they go for. Oh, was that you, Schmoling Schminchrum, on Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> I thought that was you. You don't know. You don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> I love it. Oh, man. You're the best. Um, thank you, Colleen. Yeah, thank you for calling in. We did miss you. Uh, we kept your spirit yes. alive during Project Down and Dirty, but we we did miss you. Um, and you you would have loved seeing the moment, and I even missed it too, but Lex, seeing the moment that Lori and Julia won. Won. You guys, I've watched, uh. I've watched the video. I can't even tell you how many times because, honestly, I know how much this meant to Julia specifically (laughs) and watching it wash over her in the moment and her pride for Lori. I mean, I just, I, I just knew how important that was and it was so cool to watch. And again, congratulations, you guys, what was the final figure? Uh, it was $33,011 for big brothers, big sisters. Mm-hmm. I am so proud of you. Great job. Thank you, sweetie. And you're the best. Well, oh. Thank you for calling in. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to be checking that eBay listing for that popcorn bucket. <laughs> What's her name on there, Holly? What is it? What's her name listed on eBay? Um, Schmaline Schmintrum. Okay. <laughs> she has my, she has an umlaut there, so oh, look out oh, for that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find it on the keyboard somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. We love you, sweetie. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, love you. Have a great day. Too. Bye, sweetie. We're going to take a break. We'll wrap things up. Alexis for Rebath, Rebath.com. They make it so easy to love your bathroom and they have everything that you need. They are a one-stop bathroom remodeling shop. They completely remove, replace, and remodel. They're not selling tub or shower cover-ups or any of those liners. You know that nasty thing is underneath there. Nope. At Rebath, they completely remove it and they send a designer to your home, which is fantastic. Just go to rebath.com. Make sure you mention me or my talk. You'll get $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel and they'll bring the showroom to you. Hundreds of options for you. You can also stop into their showroom. It's in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. There you'll see the choices that Angel and I made in our bathroom more than three years ago. Absolutely love it. So get that free design guidance, quality products, professional installation, five days or less, they'll get the job done. Go to rebath.com to have a designer come to you. We're back, wrapping things up on this Monday. Slowly but surely, returning to a normal routine. That's right. I remember remember talking to you as we uh, wrapped up on Friday, talking about how our bodies, just the food we've been eating and the Oh God, have has has oh. your body regulated yet, Holly? Are no, you back? no, that's going to okay. take at least a couple weeks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, feel a little puff. Feel still feel a little tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Talk to me in November. <laughs> okay, Lex, write that uh-huh. down. We're going to ask Holly in November. Okay, November. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, uh, my talkers and the three of us, because you know, you know us. We have the sense of humor of a. 10 year old boy uh-huh. um and this isn't a knock again b arthur and everybody the support staff were were, were were so supportive but picture this okay follow us here we are getting ready to play the pickleball tournament um the nerves are racing you know we're kind of getting that uh, feeling in our stomach even even though we we just wanted to have fun like I had a moment with Alexis I remember Alexis we were standing by that credenza by the window and you're like I'm getting butterflies like I'm just a little nervous. It was a, a couple hours before the tournament started. Yes, a good and, adrenaline. And, yeah. So, of course, because it's dinner time, 
And Brooke and Jess, uh, our promotions guru, they take care of us. They were obviously going to provide us uh, dinner. So <laughs> the dinner they provided us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dinner they had they food provi- trucks. They had food trucks. Now, Sorry. again, I want to be Crystal Carrington clear. Gratitude. Gratitude. I'm not making... I, we were so grateful for anything, oh, yes. but, oh, and it was so delicious. Oh, but, yum. Yum. but my but my talkers, Ooh. they gave us like Mexican food, paposas, yes, and Philly cheesesteaks with fries. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I kept calling them pupusas, uh, but yeah. Obviously, cheese. Obviously, greasy meat. Fried and fried, and then French fries. And I'm looking. <laughs> the three of us are all like, "Oh my god." We, and not to be gross, but we are going to have the Dizarizas right there on the court. Like one, one wrong move and it's done, right? How, I mean, we're yeah. off the, we're off the court. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, we're slipping and sliding. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. And I'm a tired eater, you guys. Oh, Meaning yeah. when I get tired, that's when I'm going to eat a lot. Yes. And I haven't had a French fry in a good long time. And they oh, were just, oh, I was yeah. just hovering over the table. I didn't even see the fries. Oh, they came with you the Philly cheesesteaks. Didn't even see them. Girl, I, Holly and I. When I came in, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were, in, right, Holly? We were That's in such right. a good position. We were at the table, Lex, when they brought those chill oh. Philly. Holly, and we were like. Mur, 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 yep. I think oh, Donna I was, was with us, playing. too. We were, That's yeah, yes. and I was just zoned out Got eating it. fries. And I will tell you, by the end of that <laughs> exhibition match between with me and Dingleberry versus Grant and the Sex Pickle, yeah, I was just Which like that sentence is just funny <laughs> for so many reasons. But yes, I was like, so we need to just be done because that French fry, those French fries are going to make a very special guest appearance at some point. <clears throat> oh, they are going to be the charo yeah. of your match. Oh, yes. coochie, coochie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Was your stomach lax? You know, mine wasn't bad. Okay. Um, I did eat one of the pupusas, and um, <laughs> it was very delicious. Um, but that's all I ate. I just um, keep it at I light. Ate, I ate one and a third pupusas. Okay. And um, French fries, too. And some French like. fries. Yeah. Okay. And then I did something. I never, like Colin, if he's listening, he's going to laugh. I have a phobia. I do not like to eat late. I do not. I ever since Oprah's trainer ruined it for me many, many in the mid nineties. Oprah's trainer brought Bob Green said one of the worst things you can do when you're fighting weight is to like eat late. Yeah. So that has stuck with me, and I'm so phob. I have such a phobia of eating late. Well, I left pickleball because you went to a wedding. How did you I avoid went that? to a wedding? <laughs> I went to a we- wedding reception in Stillwater. So I jumped in my car. I drove. 80, 90, 130 miles an hour. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I drove so fast. Um, And I got to the reception, the post party reception. Yeah. And I was out. I I buried the lead. I didn't, in in the last minute of our show, I'm telling you this. I stayed out until two o'clock in the morning. Oh, nice, James. When did you order pizza? (laughs) Okay. I do not remember this. Colin had to remind me, but at 1 30, he ordered Domino's and oh, we yeah. had it delivered to the bar we were at. I do not remember that transaction. <laughs> okay. I do not remember the pizza man walking in. I do remember we were both oh. sitting in our respective beds because we got two beds. Nice. I'm, I'm not. No, no. There, there shan't be anything that night. 
I'm sitting in my oh, own bed no? eating my little medium Domino's pizza, not caring one bit oh, that right. I'm immediately going to go to bed after he eating that pizza. That. Yeah. Oh, you had your own pie, huh? Girl, I had my own pie. You guys had I had different medium, toppings. Yeah, I, oh, just okay. sausage, girl. Sausage. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I left one pizza and I was so disgusted with myself. Colin said, and I don't remember this, <laughs> Colin said that he watched me go, ugh. And I took my hand and I just threw it off the bed and crashed. Like I and I have no memory of that. No memory of my disgust with my own pizza eating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. But there oh, we go. It was worth it. And we are, it we're gonna get it. on track. We did a lot of exercising. And, yeah, yeah, we did. You know? And we'll check in with Holly in November. So yeah, we'll check see how back she feels with like. me in November. Perfect. <laughs> We're going to check back in with you tomorrow, but right now that's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Luxalou? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. Donna and Steve Experience up next, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now.